from a foreign perspective, why would somebody move to Turkey? My why is this. Any investment, there's level of risk. There's one word, opportunity. People can't wrap their minds around how cheap is Turkey. Financial forecasters are predicting Turkey to make it into the top 10 by 2023. Healthcare is free in Turkey and that's one of the big advantages. Welcome back to another episode of Straight Talk. In this episode, we're here in the Istanbul office of Property Turkey with Justin Mays. How are you, sir? Hey, I'm good. You good? You noticed something different today? Yeah, you have learned hair care. Uh, slightly. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Your hair is looking good. Well, thanks. I Your appreciate it. Beard's looking good too. Yeah, yeah, new, fresh new man today. Yeah. Yeah. Changing my appearance. That's good. How am I looking? about just about the same about the same just about the same all right um in this episode we will be talking about we're gonna call this episode why turkey all the questions that i'll be asking justin why? will be why teamed okay yeah and why will i be asking you these questions justin why because we want to know all the reasons why turkey is a favorable investment and lifestyle place or is it how long do we have for this segment? I don't know, 15, 20 minutes. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Here's the question. You were born in the United States. Right. And you grew up there. Correct. Ultimately, although you have been living in Turkey, you have a family here in Turkey, you are a foreigner in Turkey. True. From a foreign perspective, why would somebody move to Turkey? There's two answers. Uh, if you're single, there's an answer. And if you're married with children, in my case, there's an answer. Uh, I'll start with married with children. Married with children. Uh, great show, by the way, too. Yeah. Um, but I'll start with it because I think that that's probably the majority of our clientele. Yeah. Um, when we really took a look about five years ago and we said, why are we going to come to Turkey? There was a couple reasons. Um, mainly was culture. Now, this can get misconstrued, especially for a lot of Western folks. Mm -hmm. They think a lot of people, if they've never been to this region, are probably wondering, do we have electricity? Do you know, are we in mud mm -hmm. huts? These type of things, mm -hmm. uh, which is completely far really? away from the truth. Uh, I know that's a, a big misconception, especially yeah. in North America. Are we riding still camels here? Um, depends yeah yeah i mean sometimes it we'd probably beat traffic yeah. if we had w one when the when the traffic is too tight in turkey we ride camels yes absolutely yeah, yeah. That's uh, what i, I have to. a camel to, uh, 20, 2017 model right yeah mm. a camel a good old two humps or one yeah just one hump oh okay but rides Economic. very well right yeah. rides very well yeah. Yeah. yeah, I mean, you know, unfortunately, these are a lot of the misconceptions that people have of this area. Mm. Um, but for me, when I when I mention culture, I look at lifestyle. I look at, you know, family dynamics. Yeah. The why for me is all about family, friends mm -hmm. and relationships. Mm -hmm. You know, especially in North America, we have this idea that our work is our most important thing. True. Now, it's important. I mean, of course, it, it allows us to live a lifestyle mm -hmm. that we want to live. Yeah, sure. Uh, if we're fortunate enough. But in Turkey, you're not defined by what you do. Mm -hmm. You're defined by your family. 
And so the first thing it says is, okay, well, you're married? Do you have kids? You know, these are the questions that come first, not, hey, what do you do? Yeah, true. How many kids do you have? Are they boys or girls? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and this is what people want to know. Yeah. And it took me a little while to get used to that. Talking about the kids in the family, is Turkey a good place to raise your children? I think Turkey's probably one of the best places to raise children. Why? Because children in Turkey are almost sacred. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it, it's a culture where having children, sharing those children, being um, you know open and out and spending time with your kids is the most important thing mm-hmm. that you can do as a parent. Whereas in North America, Europe, you know, a lot of it is we need to grow them. We need to raise them so they can grow up and they can do this and they can do that. Mm -hmm. And we've got to worry and make sure that they're responsible. And, you know, all of these factors, Mm -hmm. which are which are fantastic. Mm -hmm. But I think sometimes that we forget that a kid needs to be a kid. True. And my kids here have opportunities and they have things that they just wouldn't have. Like, for example, my daughter has been doing Taekwondo since she was three. She's now eight. Mm-hmm. But in Atakoy, near the neighborhood in which we live, mm-hmm. the Olympic Training Center is there. Mm-hmm. And here she is, and she's training with the Olympic coaches for, for free. For free. For free. Um, Turkey offers almost all of these type of courses at no cost. How about schooling? There's so many different avenues. Um, you know, in Turkey, you've got the government schools, which are rapidly improving mm-hmm. their STEM curriculum. Um, they're doing coding now as extracurriculars. Mm-hmm. They're doing chess. They're doing cognitive thinking uh, exercises to really, you know, kind of change the uh, the liberal arts, so mm-hmm. to speak, mm-hmm. aspect mm-hmm. of education. True. Most soft jobs are going to be extinct at that point everything's going to be technical Mm -hmm. so if we're not developing the kids now for these type of positions we're putting them at a distinct disadvantage this Mm -hmm. is one thing that i see that is drastically different here Mm -hmm. um, than you know my upbringing in the states what do you think about the turkish healthcare system you know i was first in turkey 11 years ago and i'd tell you that the healthcare system was worse the private healthcare system has always been tremendous in Turkey. Mm-hmm. Turkey produces very high-level doctors. I mean, everyone knows, you know, Dr. Oz in America. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, he's a Turkish doctor. I spent a day with Dr. Oz in Syria. Okay. Very, very jealous. What can I say? Yeah. Sorry for interruption. Back to healthcare. You're back to healthcare. Uh, the healthcare system here, 10, 11 years ago, I would have said is worse. Mm-hmm. Not because lack of doctors or medical professionals, but it was really just they didn't have the facilities. Yeah. Uh, but the last, let's say, seven years, Turkey mm-hmm. has been on a campaign of creating what they call Shehir Hastane. You yeah. know this. City hospitals. Um, these city hospitals are massive complexes with all of the latest technology. Mm -hmm. They're staffed properly. They have everything that you could want. Mm -hmm. These government hospitals are on par with the best private systems. Mm -hmm. What do you think about the coverage? The coverage is amazing. Um, One of our coworkers here, uh, you know, their, their mother had to have open heart surgery. Now this procedure was free. If we would have done that in America, we'd be looking at 
you know, easily a hundred, hundred and fifty thousand dollars in healthcare expenses. Yeah, healthcare is free in Turkey, and that's one of the big advantages of Turkey, isn't it? It's not a big advantage; it's a huge advantage. Mm -hmm. I've got three kids. Every broken limb, scrape, scratch, uh, running nose, flu would cost you a fortune in the US. Would cost me a fortune. Well, to be honest, we probably would just treat it home. Mm-hmm. We'd go to the local, you know, pharmacy. We'd grab some uh, children's Tylenol mm-hmm. or uh, Motrin, something like that. And we'd say, hey, let's get rid of the fever yeah. and knock it out. But here, you don't have that worry of, should I take them to the doctor or not? You just take them. You guys in the United States, healthcare, you, you guys were paying that big amounts of money. The healthcare, I was shocked. I was like, oh, my God. So I'm going to go to a doctor. I broke my leg and I'm going to pay that much money to get my leg fixed. I couldn't I couldn't wrap my head around healthcare being that expensive in a country. You know, protests against this type of thing. Yeah. But, you know, here the healthcare system if you decide that you want private healthcare to subsidize mm-hmm. the government healthcare, the the private systems still are so much more economically priced mm-hmm. um, than than the North American systems or the True. private healthcare systems in True. Europe. So healthcare here in Turkey, I'm very happy with. Um, I, I think that it's a huge advantage. True. So we talked about family. You said you have two answers for that. Yep. And the other one is, I'm guessing, for singles. Correct. Yeah. So if you're single out there and you're looking at Istanbul as a place to live, mm-hmm. Istanbul offers everything. Well, you know what? Not just Istanbul, mm-hmm. Turkey in general. If you are a young or old, mm-hmm. single individual, and you have um, you know, some properties here, so let's say that you've got a very median level income, your lifestyle is much better, mm-hmm. a median income level single mm-hmm. in North America or Europe for a couple of reasons, affordability, uh, holiday pricing. I mean, as a single person, you can go to resort towns of Bodrum, Fethiye, yeah. Antalya for yeah. nothing. For nothing. Uh, and they're just amazing. Um, let me let me just give you an example. I think it was June. I think it was the second week of June. I went to Bodrum. You can't believe me and my wife. We booked a room of a hotel which had a pool, which had a nice bed and breakfast and a good facilities and etc. We booked a room for. 150 Turkish liras. That is what 25 bucks. Right. 25 bucks. Yeah, people right can't in the even wrap their mind around yeah. that kind of. People price. can't wrap their minds around how cheap is Turkey, and how affordable things are. Right. How much do you think that one person should earn to have a comfortable living in Turkey? It's all upon lifestyle. True. Very relative question, but if let's say. Um, if you are moving from North America, you're obviously not moving without some source of income. True. Right? I mean, the average salary in Turkey is right around 3,000, 3,500 lira, depending mm-hmm. on where you are. You're immediately going to have twice that. Yeah. You can eat what you want. You can go where you want. You can do what you need. Mm-hmm. You know, all within reason, of course. You're not mm-hmm. going to come to Turkey and all of a sudden uh, your lifestyle just increases tenfold. Mm-hmm. But you're going to be able to do things much more comfortably mm-hmm. than you would have. 
Um, but it's like, like I said, it's it all about your lifestyle. True. All right, Justin. So far, we've talked about the lifestyle aspects of Turkey. Why would somebody live in Turkey? Now, here's another question. Well, we talked about Dr. Oz as well. Yeah. Dr. Oz and his, his little Syria yeah, trip. Yeah, in Syria yeah. trip. Yeah. So all the things that we have talked about, why, as a foreign investor, I would park my money here in the real estate market of Istanbul, uh, taking into consideration a fluctuating political environment and a fluctuating Turkish currency. Mm -hmm. what, what, is, what is the risk? What is the reward? There's one word, opportunity. Any investment, there's level of risk, mm -hmm. okay? I don't care what type of investment you make. If you go and spend $30,000 on a couple of shares for Apple, mm -hmm. that's a risk that you're True. willing to take. True. So nothing is 100%. But it's also pretty moderate, low-level risk in mm -hmm. investing in Turkey. Mm -hmm. the, the property value continues to... Uh, appreciate at record levels. You're talking about almost 400% in Turkish lira in the mm -hmm. past seven years. Mm -hmm. um, so even when you factor in currency devaluation, you're still making money, mm -hmm. okay? Now, uh, maybe it's not the kind of money that you anticipated, but most real investors are coming onto the scene in the last six months and moving forward. Mm -hmm. Because previously, let's be real, they, there was some investment, but it was a lifestyle type purchase. True. Yeah. The real investment now with the currency being down, being on the backside of a recession, being in the middle of a, a, you know, a crisis, a worldwide pandemic, mm -hmm. these are really the times where investors mm -hmm. make their move. True. So if I could sit there, stand on the top of a mountain or stand at the top of a high rise in Istanbul and say, what's the one reason? It's opportunity. And here's why. Okay. Here's my why. Go ahead. Here's my What why. is your why? My why is this. Let's imagine currency is going to devalue for another two years. Very mm -hmm. likely. Very probable. Okay. If that continues to happen. We have tremendous amount of optimistic forecasts for the Turkish economy. Mm -hmm. Next year alone, we've got Fitch, Moody, both looking at about between anywhere from three and a half to five and a half percent GDP growth. That's much higher than the U.S. or Europe. Uh, in fact, it could be more than both combined. Mm -hmm. If you factor these things in, you're looking at the Associated Press, uh, a couple of financial forecasters are predicting mm -hmm. Turkey to make it into the top 10 by 2025. Mm -hmm. If you look at this and you look at the positivity in the market, you look at the positivity uh, in the economic growth, you can see that this is not going to last forever, okay? Mm -hmm. The dev devaluation mm -hmm. will more than likely, I'll be completely honest, happen for another mm -hmm. 24 months. If you have purchased when the lira was down, and now you're riding that wave back up, mm -hmm. not only are you experiencing that capital growth, you're experiencing that lira valuation. True. So a normal investment that you could have easily uh, made 20, 25%. Uh, I'm not one to throw out crazy numbers mm. of 35, 40. Mm -hmm. That's not something that I like to do. But mm -hmm. if you experience that normal capital growth, and then you plus that with the currency valuation, mm -hmm. you've made serious money. True. And that's the opportunity. What's the worst case situation? 
you break even, you have a property, you move on from it in a couple of years. And in three years, you get a citizenship. Whether you need it or not, right? that's an opportunity there too. It is. You buy a property worth around $250,000 and within three months, you get your citizenship. And if you want to sell your property at a profit after three years, you get to keep your citizenship right. and a passport. True. A lot of people need that passport. Maybe not North Americans. Maybe not Americans. Why? Canadians. You just got yourself, you got citizenship, you just got free health care. Tell me okay. that's not an opportunity. Well, well, well that, that's a good thing. Right. That's a good thing. There is a medical tourism market here in Turkey True. that is um, you, Let's say you're living in Italy right. or Spain, okay? Same operation. I don't know if it's fillers to your nose or maybe a jawline or a hair transplant or fat removal, whatever that is. Right. You buy your tickets, come to Turkey, spend a week in Istanbul, have fun, do your surgery, go back, still cheaper than the same amount in Italy. I can believe it. And taking Because, I mean, I see, I mean, if you walk the streets of Istanbul, yeah, especially pre-COVID, you've yeah. got, you see the headbands, you see the yeah, hair transplant. The, the, the bandage, yeah. Um, it's funny, but, yeah. you know, I'm actually proud of it because yeah. I'm seeing that the Turkish medical system is yeah. providing a lot of things yeah. for a, a host of international clients. True. True. So, you know, it's not just us talking about it. Yeah. It's, you know, it's in the proof. When you come, you'll see it. Yeah. Just 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 take a trip to Istiklal Street and you're going to see the bandage uh, tourists. Yep. The nose yeah. bands, the yeah, head the bands, bands, you've got yeah. it all. Yep. Thank you very much for staying this long for this amazing episode of Straight Talk. In the next episode, I will be seeing you. But here's a little announcement. If you happen to write your questions to this WhatsApp number, guess what? I will read it and I will reply to you. And if you really, really like your suggestion, in the next episode of Straight Talk with either Justin Mays or Cameron Diggin, we will be discussing your question right here. And catch you in the next episode. Take good care.